All right, everybody, we are heading into the final four, the fourth episode that of the men's health, um, men's mental health uh, conversation we've been having. Um, if you haven't listened, this has been a very enlightening conversation um, that I encourage everybody to really listen to. And again, it, men, this one is really out here for you. I can't stress this point enough. The statistics are high of men committing suicide. Um, and it's something we're not talking about it enough. It's not a discussion that people are not talking about. It's swept underneath the rug. Men's mental health is something that is really struggling. If we don't get out there and start talking about it and raising awareness and really driving this home, we are going to start losing more and more of the, of men and the numbers are only going to increase. All right. So if you're out there and you're listening to this, there's help that's out there for you. Um, ladies, if you are in a relationship where you think your 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 man might be struggling with this, or it doesn't necessarily have to be a relationship you're in romantically, maybe you have a friend, maybe you have a brother, maybe you have an uncle, maybe you have a father that you think need to hear this, or you personally need to hear it to maybe better understand um, a man's mind a little bit better. Go for it. Listen to it. It's uh, it's it has a lot of great information. Ryan has given us some great statistics. Statistics I didn't even know. He came out with numbers, y'all, that I was not prepared for. Um, so, and he's also affiliated with a foundation that helps men um, across the country to really get help and be able to talk in an open forum where they don't feel judged. Because that's the biggest problem is that there's a huge stigmatism and judgment that comes across when any a man's, when any anytime a man says, I think I'm struggling with something mentally. So um, I'm going to let him talk about that because it's, out, it's a great foundation. I want to hear more about it. And I want people out there to know that there is help out there. So Ryan, what, tell us, tell us about this foundation. What's the name of it? Give us a little rundown. So I'll just back up, I guess, a little bit and how I got into it in the first place. Right? Mm. So I told you about the military stuff, how it can potentially affect careers or affect you getting into the military in the first place. If you're right. a civilian, um, it can also affect law enforcement, your duty, your service, right? You can um, be put on desk duty and things like that. I've talked to some people that have kind of been down that road for asking for help with mental health uh, and things like that before. Um and, and kind of what started this for me is um, when I when I started down this road two months ago around my birthday, um, kind of the ending, I guess, of a relationship, um, I used Military One Source, which is a, a separate affiliation from like behavioral health or the military um, where you can receive guidance or therapy, right, from certified therapists and things like that. Um, and I don't want to discredit anybody or anything, but I had a really bad experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I talked to military one source and I just said, Hey, I am having an extremely difficult time getting through a very long-term, very serious committed relationship. And I am, I'm not in a terrible place. I'm not, I don't need to go to the hospital, but I'm looking for some tools or maybe some discussions on ways to stop being so angry and understand things differently and maybe let some of those things go right so they left a message and it took about five days while i was at work they left a voicemail and i just 
ended up speaking with a very older, single, unmarried woman. And we only talked for about a half an hour, but to me, the discussion was completely not helpful, mm -hmm. right? And sometimes it's the case, whether it's, it's therapy or other things, right? Um, I told you I've been doing Alcoholics Anonymous and in a lot of ways, I don't find that helpful. I've tried to pursue things where the people are younger, closer to my age. Uh, most of the groups that I have attended are people in their fifties and sixties that are 20 years out of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas I want the person that's 30 years old going through a divorce or traumatic experiences and they're going through it right now, mm -hmm. six months ago, a year, not 15 years. Those people were in a really different place. So I had a hard time relating to some of that. Um, but really being open about it with some of the people I've worked with um, or served with, they've reached out and I've had some great discussions. Honestly, the the Men's Health Archive is a, it's a smaller nonprofit that started, I think they originated out of PA, um, but it's like forum based, right? So you can create an account, you can mm -hmm. search a topic, Really where I've benefited is meeting some guys and just having a conversation, even on Facebook, one-on-one -on -one with some people that are just struggling with identity and purpose and legacy and name and relationships and, and what they want to leave this world as, mm -hmm. right? So really it's the people, right? Where for me, it is way more beneficial to sit down and have a conversation with a man in his mid thirties mm -hmm. who's going through the same things than a 60 year old man who's been sober for 20 years, who has been married for 40 years. Right. I, I couldn't relate in a lot of ways. I didn't find it very helpful. Right. So I haven't used it, I guess, as much as I probably should, where I've really found the benefit is meeting those people one-on-one -on -one that have watched some of the videos that I've created or just reached out. Um, I even had somebody just not no message at all. Facebook call me. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I ended up talking to them for like three hours. Mm -hmm. Um, and just understanding people's perspectives and, and seeing the things that they're going through for me helped me kind of put things in perspective, right? So I did a lot of reflection over the last couple months and, and looking at, you know, what I did the last three years. Um, I have somewhat of a difficult time with religion in certain regards. I will say I'm spiritual. Um, I do not identify with a religion. I, I cannot stand religion in, in most respects. It's too close to politics, but um, I've had some really good spiritual discussions. And I think the biggest thing for me is looking back at the last few years and, and talking with some of these guys where their situation ended up very differently um, and realizing that I shouldn't be here anymore, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like I am lucky to even be alive mm -hmm. with the decisions I made the last few years mm -hmm. and trying to understand and deal with things um, and the things that I was doing. Um, and whether you're religious or maybe spiritual or not, right? For, for some reason, somebody is looking out for me. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what that is and I never will. Right. But I don't deserve to be here. Right. And I do not deserve to be in the situation I'm in, right? I never got in trouble. I never got a DUI. I never got arrested. Um, I didn't lose a career, I didn't lose my house, right? I made a lot of bad decisions, but I have talked to a lot of guys that have had two or three drinks at dinner with a guy from work and just happened to get pulled over on the way home and got a DUI, mm -hmm. right? And it changed their entire life and ruined it, right? Mm -hmm. um, 
So I think having all these discussions has been the best part for me, right? I look at the last two months and I'm like, I owe it to these people to say, Hey, I know you from the outside looking in, like you've had a successful career. You served in the military. You did all of these things. You went to college, you have multiple degrees. Like, no, no, I shouldn't be alive. I don't deserve to be alive. But now I owe it to you and the rest of these people to be open and honest about the things that I went through and how I dealt with them in all of the wrong ways and how I understand how people can go down a road of utilizing substances and things like that. Um, so that nonprofit again is just like a tool and there's, there's some Facebook groups and other things that I really identified with because especially for me and I think a lot of the guys that I have talked to can identify with this sitting down to talk with a 60 year old female therapist, even though she is certified and has probably a PhD can in some regard be beneficial for most of us. We can't identify with anything. The generations are so far apart, right? The women nowadays are extremely different, right? Mm -hmm. Masculine and feminine roles have changed so much since her generation that she doesn't understand the things conceptually that are going through a man's head at 30 years old, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas I can have a guy call me and say, Hey man, I, I have never told anybody, but I, and I never wanted to admit it, but I've pretty much been drinking every day for the last eight months. And I never really wanted to say anything until my wife said something and it kind of made me feel like shit, but I'm really glad you shared the video and, and I'm really glad you took my call and answered it the other day. It was so good to talk to somebody I can relate to in terms of having problems getting over a relationship or um, somebody that I thought had everything figured out, like seeing you struggle and being open about it and telling people I fucked everything up, right? Um, really helped them be able to say, maybe I need to take a look at my own life and some of the, it's okay to say, I need help with something or I'm right. not doing okay. Right. So, um, that's really where I guess I got the most benefit out of the forum. A lot of the guys that I've talked to, if, um, if any of your listeners want to find me on Facebook or find this stuff later, we have a, we're in the process of planning like a men's mental health retreat later this year. Mm. Um, we're looking at probably the Western side of the country, but it'll be like a long weekend, four to five days. Um, probably like cabin in the woods, maybe during hunting season type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, a little more masculine, but no electronics, no phones, no outside contact, no contact with families or women, uh, children, nothing like that, but really just take five days and talk to men in this demographic, in this age group of the people that are committing suicide at a rate that should probably be talked about on the nightly news every single day, but it's not. Um, and really just take five days and surround yourself with men and have those discussions and do some hard things and live out in the wilderness for five or six days mm -hmm. and not have, you know, a yeah. roof over your head and deal with the weather and all of the things that come with that. Yeah. There were a lot of guys that I talked to that, you know, looked back at ranger school or military experience, right? right. Or some of those things. And they're like, I don't feel masculine or my woman doesn't think I'm a masculine man because I've been working at an AT&T call center for nine years and I don't hunt and I don't fish. And I, so a lot of guys have asked, like, 
I'm super interested. Could you please focus something in, in terms of that where I can kind of be around more typically masculine types of things, right? Mm -hmm. So um, that's what we're going to try to do. I've got some people that I've worked with in Italy that are going to be a huge part of it too and that are super interested in it. Um, so I don't know. We'll kind of see how this goes. Some of the nonprofit stuff has obviously helped. I don't want to necessarily affiliate it too much. There's there, there's a different road for everybody, right? And yeah. how you go about it um, is really your choice. I have found things that have worked for me. I've found things that do not work for me. I Like I said, I've had to cut people out of my life, which has been the hardest thing I think I've ever done. Um, I've had to really take a step back and look at myself. Um, but for the last two months, I've really kind of been on this journey of mending relationships, um, making up for things that I've done in the past, right? Mm -hmm. um, and even in my relationship, right, where I am, I am so angry, right? In the process of letting that anger go, um, I think has been kind of the biggest burden to get out. It's not the alcohol. It's not the maybe the, the mental health help that i needed but it's letting some of that anger go right um i will i will always love her right i'll mm. love her till the day that i die you know, i don't think you have a a serious relationship in that regard where i i have shared things with that woman that i have never shared with anybody on this planet right so i will always love her and i'll never say anything bad about her mm -hmm. right um but for me the biggest thing and the biggest reason i turned to alcohol was the anger and not understanding the the anger of um, trying to understand why things worked out the way that they did, or not knowing, or yeah. maybe not knowing decisions that were being made, or um, just being caught by surprise with things. Right. So um, that's kind of where I had to take a step back. I guess the last few months, and it's really been yes, I need to let the alcohol side go, but for me, it was how do I get rid of the anger? Because it's a lot, it's exhausting, right? Um, and everybody, like I said, kind of goes down their own path. But for me, where I've really been able to let a lot of the anger go is talking to other men that are, in some cases, going through things that I can't even fathom, right? So I told you about going on like a six hour journey with one of my closest friends in the world and uh, hearing him in tears go vividly through the account of watching a child at 16 weeks die hmm. really put a lot of things in perspective for me right so mm -hmm. men telling the stories and being able to open up in tears about some of the things that keep them awake at night and the things that they go through mm -hmm. really helped me understand and, and let some of that anger go and like yeah hey i i know the relationship has ended i will always love you our paths for whatever reason have went different ways and it, you know, it didn't work out maybe the way that we both had planned things, Right. but I'm not angry anymore. You know, yeah. and that, that's probably the, the biggest release. And it took talking to other men that have opened up to be able to, I guess, let some of that go. So right. that's, that's been the biggest thing for me is, I mean, the alcohol was one piece of the pie, but, um, the anger, maybe the resentment a bit, um, just wears on you and it made it really easy to drink but it's mm. really easy not to drink when you kind of take a step back and right. finally let some of that anger go right so. yeah i think that 
this 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 podcast, this episode, or this segment. It's a four part episode, so I think there's there's a lot of great information that's in here, and I think it's going to help a lot of people out there. Some I've always said that somewhere out there, not epi- not every episode is for everybody. Um, but somewhere out there, there's a lot of people that needed to hear your, your side of what you've dealt with and what you've gone through. Um, especially when it comes to relationships, I think relationships are one of the biggest parts that can affect a person's mental psyche a lot. There's certain things that weigh in, I think more, um, than other things and relationships happen to be one of them because you allow yourself to be vulnerable, um, with the person you choose to be with. Um, and men have a tendency to just hold on to things um, for dear life. <laughs> um, it's in our nature. It's, it's in our nature for some reason to just up. hold on to these things and they and compress them or suppress them down and try to um, deal with it in your own way, which a lot of times it usually ends up how you dealt with it is a diabolical way that can harm you more than you have thought. Um, and I can't stress this enough. The people think that, you know, tears are a sign of weakness or talking is a sign of weakness. There's so much strength in the fact that you are able to allow yourself to open up to that level to really show even just a glimpse of the real you. And I say this like I have this down packed. Y'all know that vulnerability is one of my strong, is one of my weakest things. It's one of the things I struggle with the most is being vulnerable. Um, so being able to do that is a great strength. It's in, and I commend you, Ryan, for being able to open up on that level in this forum um, to people to hear across the world. Um, so it's good that people, you're going to, someone can relate to your story. And I think it's a lot of someone's out there. Um, and if you're out there, you really need to, to speak with someone. This men's health archive is available to you online, um, on Facebook. And I actually know there's a couple different other ones. I think one is called men, men unite. That is a Facebook group that is designed specifically for men and this exact type of forum and conversation. So there's a there's some avenues that's out there. Let's st- let's start bringing down this number. Let's start talking about men's mental health and of the awareness of it. Let's let's make it an actual conversation and not just a comment. I think that's the biggest thing. It's a comment to a lot of people rather than a conversation and it needs to be a conversation so let's talk about it more all right and let's just not talk about it in may all right i know y'all think i'm just doing it because i you know i only just found out about it in july and i actually did find out about it in may he did tell me about it in may that it was men's mental health awareness um we just unfortunately weren't able to connect to have this conversation until now but the fact that it's happening now after the month has passed actually speaks a lot of volumes because it lets you know that we need to talk about it in other times ex- except for just May. The same way we have we talk about, and as we should, breast cancer out in other months besides the month that it's, that it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, this is the same concept. The, con- the conversations need to be had at all points. So let's let's do that. Let's have that conversation. Um, 
I thank everybody who's out there who's listening. You know, this, this is a juicy one. Um, Ryan, do you have any final comments? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just say that um, the numbers are staggering, right? I gave you some of the statistics that I've discussed and looked at with the group. Um, if you look at the, the leading causes of death in this country, suicide is ranked top 10 following mm-hmm. Alzheimer's and like severe kidney disease, right? So mm-hmm. um, it is something that is not discussed enough. Um, and I think if I've learned anything the last two months on my, my own journey to recovery in a, in a few different regards, especially being angry with maybe how a relationship turned out, it's it's really owing it to these people, right? Because I, as I stated, I don't deserve to be here anymore. I very well should not have been in a lot of ways. And for whoever is looking out for me in whatever regard, I guess, um, coming to that realization on the journey I went on, um, maybe it's a calling, maybe it's something else. I really owe it to whatever men are not speaking out and are having these thoughts. Um, because I've been there. I understand it. I have contemplated it more times than I care to admit. Um, I've had those discussions with myself about not being here anymore. So I, I understand, um, the nonprofits, everything's available. Um, I'm available. I owe it to, I owe it to every man that wants to have a conversation and go through a discussion and, and, the outreach, I think I've probably had maybe 20 to 30 guys that have called or, or reached out on, on some social media stuff. And I don't care if it's the middle of the night, I'm answering the phone because I, um, they deserve it. Right. Um, I was one of the lucky ones that didn't get arrested or didn't get in trouble or didn't lose my life or, uh, didn't go through with some of those decisions and trying to understand things in life. So, yeah, I'll say the biggest thing is just I, I owe it to those people uh, in whatever way that happens in the future. But um, I really want to be available too, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not far out of the other side of the tunnel seeing everything, but I guess spending a couple months coming out the other side, it's um, there's so much to be thankful for. I'm kind of going back to gratitude and, and understanding of things that I was not grateful for for a long time. Um, and having some of these discussions has really helped. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm available anytime as well. All right. He's available. I also want to say this is not something that is age specific. Um, this is happening. Suicide in young men. And I'm, when I say young men, I'm talking 18, 19, 17 it's also happening it's happening out there i know this my my sister is an educator and this past year they one of her students committed suicide one of her male students committed suicide it was gut-wrenching for the school to have to go through that it was a couple days before their graduation um so it's happening out there um to people of all age demographics so don't think that if you that it's not going to happen to the 17 year old down the street start paying attention to sometimes with signs all right i feel like there are signs i've actually have always said there's signs sometimes we just don't pay attention to them um and there are instances where there is a friend that you don't realize you need a person that comes into your pathway of life 
but you actually did. And that person who walked into your life actually needed you. That I don't think that anything happens by coincidence. I always believe that there is a divine appointment of things that take place in your life, whether it's good or bad. I believe there is certain, there's a reason why you're going to go through something and there's a reason why you meet someone in life. Um, and that friend that you might not necessarily think is that person to be that outlet for you, sometimes is that outlet for you and you just didn't realize it at that point in time. So check in on your friends. And if and if you're going through something and a friend that is not is really going against the grain of what you're trying to go with, it might be that point in time to, you know, exit that relationship, whether permanently or temporarily. All right, guys. Um, I thank you so much for listening. I thank you, Ryan, for coming out and talking with us um, today on In the Shower, even though Ryan thinks he gave, he is the idea maker of the name of the podcast. I really want that to be out there that he is not. Um, so just putting that out there. But he did touch on how much he thinks in the shower he isolates himself. As you know, the podcast a name is birthed in that thought process of you think a lot in the shower and you think a lot of what you go through. And I'm a ma- I, I would argue that in his journey of where he's going through now, while he's that shower where he's at is if the walls could tell some stories, um, they'd have a lot to talk about. All right. So thank you again. If you guys want to reach out to me, if you have questions about this podcast, if you have comments that you want to discuss with me um, privately or you have um, anything you want to go in more in depth on, you can always reach out to me. You can find me on in the shower 33 at gmail.com. Of course, that's the email. And you can find me on my social media, which is King Rue. Rue is spelled R-U-E underscore. That's my Instagram. So you can find me there as well. You can also find Ryan on his, um, on any of his social medias, which are... It's on <laughs> Facebook at R-M-W-I-L-S-N. Uh, and then all the other social media stuff is linked to that too. Um or the Men's Health Archive stuff. I've, I've posted a lot of stuff on there, and it's it's by my first and last name. So, Well, there you go. Y'all know how to find him now. So hit him up if you have questions, if you want to talk to him, if you feel like he can understand you better or understand what you're going through or can relate or give some insight, you can find him. And then if you can't find him, you can find me, and I can find him. <laughs> so, again... The email is in the shower 33 at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on Instagram as well. And that's King Rue. Rue is R U E underscore. And I'll be happy to talk to any one of you. Um, so much love for you guys out there. Um, be, be good to each other. Be well. Love on one another. Check in on each other. Um, and let's, let's start the conversation. All right, guys. So thank you so much for listening. Stay safe. Be well. Bye.